talking about that, I um I've come across all my favourite tweets. Um, so I think you can probably name quite quickly who this is. A great OPEC tip is to set your phone facial recognition to your cum face. So at least if you get a five dollar wrench attacked, <laughs> they have to wank you off first. <laughs> Boom. Full house. That's right. Full house for bullish Bitcoin banter and bullshit. Brought to you by the usual suspects. Mr. Rollin, aka the Trillion Dollar Man, Dr. Evil 10%, aka the People's Champ, myself, Sir Neverlook, aka the Excellence of Execution, and surprise, surprise, pod 123, easy as ABC, Mrs. No Show, nowhere to be seen. See, there we go. We get an intro this week, don't we? I told Miss Rowland we better put music over it to to hide the fact of how bad it was. <laughs> I think I think from I think no one can get out, get over the fact that you didn't come back to the pod with like luscious locks and turkey. We all were just yeah, just a long, <laughs> a long maybe just a long ponytail, leave everything else bold, and just a ponytail in the back. Well, <laughs> it's like you're talking about luscious locks from turkey. It's like is that is that the um, mindset of a bitcoiner? Plus, who knows? Like, you might have hit your moon. You might, you might have just yeah. paid in kind. You know, we know how much those lips <laughs> make you on a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about that, I um, I've come across all my favourite tweets. Um, so I think you can probably name quite quickly who this is. A great OPEC tip is to set your phone facial recognition to your cum face. So at least if you get a five dollar wrench attack, <laughs> they have to wank you off first. <laughs> 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 God, which which genius tweeted that out? What? Someone who's probably got no job. <laughs> oh, he needs, he's got too much time on his hands. <laughs> well, did you see the tweet below that as well that I did today? Oh no! Go on, have a look. Oh, just oh. one minute. He's um, gone to I the. Actually got, I, I actually got mind. that sent to me. Um, by a mutual friend, uh, <laughs> laughing his head off, and I was just like, "Brilliant!" Um, oh, so you got another one below it. But how do you get into your phone to pay for your groceries without being banged up for indecent behaviour? You don't, and you stack more sats of that money you save when you get home. <laughs> yeah, but may, may have a, the other tweet. It's oh, a... I see. People think the best thing you can do to stop climate change is be vegan, but they're wrong. It's being a cannibal. Eat just one person, reduce your carbon footprint by 100%. <laughs> really want to make a difference? Eat a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Has it been one of these days today? Yeah. Um, basically, what was happening is I was watching Frankie Boyle's special on YouTube, and they're both his jokes. Uh, I, <laughs> I bastardised them a bit and made them Bitcoin-friendly. Nice. Uh, so yeah, so I thought they'd um, like I I was just pissing myself watching Frankie Boyle. There was there's so many epic jokes in it, and, uh, and his uh, Mrs. Orlin was saying, Mr. Orlin, why the fuck can't you go and get a job so you're not looking at these <laughs> random videos on YouTube? Uh, she was picking up um, one of the kids from school, so I had a spare forty minutes entertaining the baby. I'm like, Frankie Boyle's special, thirty eight minutes. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, then gave him no credit. <laughs> Just tweet it out, steal the jokes. Proper joke thief. But 
I, 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 I was just pissing myself watching it. So I'm like, I've got to nick some of these. Like these are just <laughs> these are too good to not be reused. Doctor Evil, ten percent. Can you see this as our life in the future? Just joke stealing and thinking, I have nothing better to do. Uh, it'd be glorious. But the problem is, I think I'd have to pretend to have a job so the wife wasn't trying to send spend the sats. Mm. So I mean, her her approach is like, oh, but it's this price. Will you sell some? No. What's the point? <laughs> I don't want some um, dollars or pounds. They're going to zero. Yeah, they are going to zero. Hold on to them. Hold on to your sats. Problem is, obviously, whenever people say this, it's like it just means you're not living on a Bitcoin standard. That's what it means. If you if you're holding fiat and spending that, then that's still technically Bitcoin, right? Because you could have converted that fiat into Bitcoin. So it's the same thing. Spending fiat or spending Bitcoin, it's literally the same thing. It's just slightly more of a headache because you got it's a taxable event, but you're put. It's good that it's a taxable event because it means you made gains <laughs> so, yeah so um yeah so some, sometimes like, i literally buy bitcoin and then i'm literally selling parts of it a week later but and what you know that's i, I don't want to hold fit i i really don't like having money like large amounts of money in a bank account i'm literally waiting for those banks to collapse right could we talk about it right and um i was talking to someone actually on on twitter about this the other day and um i think they were like oh yeah um I'm 95% in, in Bitcoin. Uh, um, it's something about, oh, the wife's not, it's nervous. I'm like, yeah, I'd be nervous too. I mean, like, 5% in fiat, how risky. He's like, yeah, I, I don't think fiat's going to collapse like, in the, uh, without me noticing. But I'm like, yeah, yeah, fiat won't collapse without you noticing. That, there's going to be lots of things that happen first. But one of the first things that does happen when fiat starts collapsing is they freeze and stop withdrawals from bank accounts. So, so it's like you you need to predict it first. Otherwise, you end up with large amounts of money. Obviously, that's why pensions are going to be fucked, right? That's why we always talk about that. So they're they are yeah they're long term stuck. So that that's your betting that they don't collapse in the next thirty years. Well, a, we, a we had um, a law for anyone not from the UK where you have to contribute a certain amount. So your company has to contribute is it five percent, and as an individual, yeah. you have to contribute three percent. So it it is forced out of your account into this pension now. You can opt out. No, um, well, um, they would just not pay you that money. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think if you don't pay in, I think they don't have to match it. Yeah, but I think no. I think you've got to pay in. I think it's three uh, percent. Yeah, something it's a like government that. law now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I know so, my brother, for example, he's just left the NHS and gone to another company. And um, they they enrolled him Big in the up young MBA, young MBA. So, but he got he got enrolled in their pension scheme without um, realizing they took five percent of his salary away. And he's like, "What the fuck is this?" So got out. So now he contributes zero again. But you know, I don't know if. So I, I think they just made it more complicated. But yeah, he he's not contributing to his. Yeah, I do worry about, um, as I mentioned, a family member that they are solely relying on their pension. You know, they're, they're counting down the years for the pension to be there. And, um, you know, she's indoctrinated with the banks, uh, kind of like um, digital dad's son. Uh, and and um, I, all the time, I'm obviously orange-pilling, 
dropping their vibes and she's not having any of it whatsoever. Mm. And I'm like, I'm, I'm worried for you, genuinely worried for you because you've been pinning your hopes on this life after work. And it's not going to be there. And it's not going to be there in the way that you feel like it's going to be there. You know, she, she's looking at it weekly as we may do with regards to the Bitcoin price of, oh yeah, this is how much I've stacked this this month or, and this is how much my total pot is. But ultimately that pot will dwindle down because of inflation and it won't buy and allow her to survive off what she has. Yeah. And, it's, and obviously, like, like we've said, it's, it's why you can get taxed to oblivion. But the good thing is mm. about this whole 5%, it's beautiful when you get that five percent back it just makes it super easy to make that part of your dca straight away you can go right that five percent of my stack was just getting stolen from me and going into this pot that i may or may not see when i'm 65 mm -hmm. whereas just move it out start stacking sats and uh like you know let's see my, obviously my brother's a great example of it he's been stacking the last three or four years directly instead of a pension and um wait, he's probably going to retire in his 30s because he did that as opposed to having money stuck in a pot that you wouldn't have seen in his, until his 60s. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, not only is it just great for short-term gains, which isn't even why he's doing it, really, it's, it's and why we tell people to do it. It's the number one thing is to take control of that money. Just put it into an ISA yourself or something and put it into the same fund that your pension's in. Just take it yourself and put it in that ISA. At least you own it that way. You've taken a huge step forward just by doing that. But, but but people have their risk profile all upside down. They've got Bitcoin at the top is high risk and they've got pensions down the bottom is low. Yeah. Like you literally need to turn that on its head. Pensions are the highest risk purely because you don't get to see it for 30 years. Like it's just, <laughs> that, that is a very, you're, you're hoping that the entire system stays afloat and solvent for 30 years. And yeah, that's, that's a hell of a bet. It's indeed. Anyway, should we get on to the good old agenda? Let's do it. Feels like we've not been all together for a while. So, uh, yeah, let's start. Um, Luke Dash Jr. Uh, explains how to stop JPEG spam on Bitcoin is our first story. Uh, so one that you put on the agenda, naturally, from X. So inscriptions are exploiting a vulnerability in Bitcoin Core to spam the blockchain. Bitcoin Core has since 2013 allowed users to set a limit on the X, on the size of extra data in transactions they relay, relay or mine uh, data carrier size by obfuscating their data as program code. Inscriptions bypass this limit. What does all of that mean? Yeah, so he basically what <laughs> he wants to control is what I've taken from it. Mm. You know, like this is a guy who we spoke about last week <laughs> in regards to his mining pool, where he wanted to put um ordinals or rather JPEGs out. Whereas this, from my understanding, he wants to cut out a few more things. So he wanted to cut out ordinals as well. It's a new way of doing it. So rather than controlling the miners, it's controlling the code, but also he wants to um, remove a couple of other functions. So I think, is it, oh, it's Samurai Wallet, where it talks about um, 
CoinJoin transactions and Bit47. So these are two privacy elements which people use. So CoinJoin is, you know, throwing your Bitcoin in, washed around, you get some out. I mean, it means that they can't be traced back to you or the kind of like um, theory is. Um, and Bit47, if I'm correct, is basically um, having a, an identification on, on the Bitcoin network, but it's encrypted. So it's kind of like taking away these kind of like privacy measures because they don't fit into his, what is it, forty no, 46 bytes um, return. He, and I think these are used on 80, which fit the Bitcoin standard. So what I'm unsure of, which I'd like to know more about is, is he aiming for these or is he just taking them out because he's trying to take out ordinals so much? Yeah, that's, that's largely it, yeah. So what he's describing here is obviously now that he runs a mining company and obviously Luke Dasher, like by the way, he's a massive um coder, probably he's the lead developer on Segwit. Uh so has been a Bitcoin core contributor and he's added a huge amount to Bitcoin over his time. And he, he's definitely in the OG category. But he's come up a lot a lot of heat against this one because yeah, he's essentially saying there's spam in the blockchain, which is causing Bitcoin fees to go up. And as we know, that has happened because of Taproot, unfortunately. Taproot enabled more data to be stored in each transaction. Uh, ideally, it was supposed to be used for privacy and you know enabling a like, um, better way of kind of um, getting more... more um, transactions in a block and just just improving bitcoin just by a, a tiny amount taproot was just to knock everything up a little bit but sad the bug or the side effect that's come from taproot is suddenly now nfts or ordinals i mean they're just calling them ordinals just because they know nft is such a toxic word now but they're nfts in the day and people are putting nfts into bitcoin transactions and it's it is causing the bitcoin fee to go up and it's annoying a lot of people especially luke so Luke is proposing a new Bitcoin core release that essentially takes this extra block um, or extra data that could be stored inside a transaction and reducing it down uh, significantly. So essentially there's no room to store a link to an NFT anymore. And, and yeah, in Samurai essentially going, well, hold on. This would also um, potentially sense a join transactions as well which is what Samway wallet kind of that's their core use case for their product uh but luke disagrees with that he goes you don't need because obviously before taproot you could do coin join Samway worked so his argument is you could do it before you can do it now and he's explained it technically why you could, still can just do coin join uh so I'm not technical enough to know who's lying here. Samurai say, nah, he's trying to stop us. And he's actively, um, we need 80 bytes in op return. Uh, he's cutting us down to 42. That means we couldn't do it. And he's already, ocean mining already, we can see that they are siphoning out and rejecting our transactions. Uh, so, so who knows? It might be just a bit of a teething problem that ocean have got this very set mindset of that this should just be bitcoin traveling from a to b and they're the only transactions that they will process and accidentally have included samurai in that thinking that that's an ordinal spam 
So they could just quite easily just correct that and go, oh, okay, that's a Samurai transaction. We'll let those in. It's just a little tweak of their code. But yeah, he's also, obviously, Luke is proposing an, an update to Bitcoin Core. But I suppose it's, do we really want an update after what happened last time? That's everyone else's same argument, yeah. It's, uh, come on, we, we've introduced a silly bug here by increasing this. Let's not be silly and rush through a fix because I think with this ordinal spam and NFT spam, it, it's like, let the market just play out. Right? We know they have no value and they, they largely has already played out. I think there is still some transactions going through, but kind of who cares? We know that like the, the NFT... I mean, came you've got went. the kind of like, don't care, let it be, but what about the kind of like rollback? Could Taproot be rolled back? Or of the benefits which we'd lose? Uh, no, no, it's very difficult. So that, that would be another hard fork to take it out again. Yeah. Okay. That would be risky as well. well be a, yeah, know. So, so it's better to let it play out and then ultimately... Use the networks as they should be used. So, looking at the Bitcoin for the move and the gold, using Lightning as a kind of like Visa network, and then you know as they build it, the Fed meant to actually improve that Visa network. So, you'd like your day to days, you're barely getting any cost because it's going through the Lightning network for anyone who's listening who, who's not really understanding. Whereas your big hauls, the kind of stuff which is your retirement funds, your pension an actual pension misses or buying a house <clears throat> you move on the bitcoin network which will have larger fees but it's got higher security and ultimately um it's not something that you do day to day yeah and it, it's I, I must admit i'm torn on what we should do really uh because like luke seems sensible in his responses but then samurai basically just going he's lying uh and He's blocked us. He won't talk to us. But I know Samurai are very toxic in their way that they ask questions. You know, they're proper, like, hardcore Bitcoiners, all about privacy and their OPSEC. But, um, but yeah, because it, it's, like, people are asking questions, like, okay, so if, like, if basically someone's posed the, the proposition to him to go, if Bitcoin can't stand a bit of NFT spam, how are we supposed to withhold against a nation attack. You know, imagine the US wants to just clog up the Bitcoin network. It has virtually infinite money. It could buy a load of, just pay shit tons, billions every yeah. day just to spam the Bitcoin network, right? And um, Luke's response is that this is how we withstand it, you know, by taking stuff like this out. So it's a very good argument, really, to go, well, hold on, Bitcoin should so be... So miners just go kind of ignore these nonsense transactions and therefore it'll take away the traffic. Uh, yeah, well, he, well, obviously he's ignoring it, but the majority of miners aren't. So his proposed change is to cut that, um, the op return down from 80 to 42, which stops a lot of the possibility for spam. So he's going... But, but mainly, it puts suppose... Bitcoin back to where it was, basically, because you couldn't spam Bitcoin before. Like You just have to send Bitcoin around to yourself, <laughs> which, which was expensive to do, and there's no real upside. But once you could attach a JPEG link to it, now suddenly that has more value. So you're, you, you're fine with paying $10 a time to send a transaction to each other because these NFTs are potentially worth thousands. I and, suppose uh... in, I suppose in time you look at the kind of like spamming and, yeah, let's not change bitcoin because well it's risky but also 
let's use the spam. So if someone like me use government wants to spam the network, take the money, use the Lightning Network to live daily. And then when it comes to the time where the, the dollar's worth nothing, we're not going to be able to afford to buy the Bitcoin with the dollar, are they? So I suppose in time it plays itself out. They supplement and fund the Bitcoin network with spam. Yeah, or you change it so Bitcoin is much harder to spam. That's but, then the... but then it's another potential improvement, isn't it? I know. It, it's, it's why, literally, I, I always come back to the thing of it. Even when Taproot's going live, I'm like, yeah, this looks good, but I'm like, there's always a risk that we there's something happens yeah. that we can't see right now. Like we should think, just leave Bitcoin as close to Satoshi's like original code as possible. So we changed it and we got all these minor improvements around scalability and privacy. And then boom, we enabled NFTs and spam on the chain now. And you go, fuck, if we'd have known that before, would we have still done it? And I think the argument probably would have been, no, we probably wouldn't. You go, we should have fucking left it alone, shouldn't we? <laughs> Yeah, and just gone with the layers, you know, like the lightning layer, and then, like I said, the one which I'm, which I think is probably um, will show when Bitcoin is ready to go fully live is Fediment. You know, like you bring in those layers which aren't on the Bitcoin network. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, let's move on from that little bit of drama because I must admit I don't know where I am on it. Um, so we've got a new Bitcoin wallet launched. So is it the well, one? This is what this is one which has been on the cards for is it two years? This yeah, is two years. For, huh? This is yeah. uh, from Jack Dorsey. This is potentially going to be you know the iPhone of Bitcoin wallets, right? Everyone's super excited about it. Bitkey. It, it, it looks very it. sexy. Yeah, I don't know if it. I'm looking at. I don't know if it does it for me. I mean, uh, you, you could hide it in your rocker. Yeah, one sixty. <laughs> Leave it outside. <laughs> no one's gonna know. So be like, oh, that's a nice rock. Yeah. Um, like, I think skims it across your pond. Like, no, 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 no. I think the looks wise is it's obviously looking. It's trying to make itself stand out in the kind of like hexagon rock rockery kind of like look, but. I believe that it's basically the three-factor verification, so I think you need two of the three. So it's a server. Is it biometrics and phone? So you work two of them together in order to get on. So, oh, yeah, for whatever your key is on the server, you've forgotten. So you use your phone, you use your biometrics. Yeah. Um, so it's meant to be kind of like trying to work on that bridge between um, let's make Bitcoin secure but make it secure externally. You know, we kind of think we've currently got our seed words. You've got your ledger. You forget your code. You um, have a house fire. You've lost all your Bitcoin. So this is kind of like just, a, I suppose, Jack Dorsey's evolution. I like it. I wouldn't buy it myself because I don't like the whole server thing. I don't like the fact that one key sits with that and then literally it is a $5 wrench attack away from getting your phone or your biometrics or, you know, whatever your key is, even if they do have to wank you off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah apparently this has got leaving your door open tonight it sounds like <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's happened again <laughs> three times this week exactly yeah but uh but yeah it's it, apparently like so willie um jack announced this right um on his twitter elon replied saying not your keys not your wallet 
So you got the meme slightly wrong. It's meant to be not your keys, not your coins, or not your cheese, whichever. But not not it's wallet. We're not. It's not wallet. It's but but anyway. But because interestingly, this is. It's it's a, it's a halfway house. It's a very I'm not yeah. sure. I think this is almost a product looking for use case, unfortunately, because. Um, I think it'll appeal to certain people. You got to think the people who are I'm not technical or struggle with this. It's a they, kind of they'll, like they'll just leave it on their wallet or on the exchange. Yeah, but I feel this is is trying to get to that zone where you got the people who will have the air gap computer. They'll make sure that they can get on securely. No one can touch their Bitcoin. They just have it written in metal words. And then they split it into quarters. They bury it into different um, corners of the world. I mean, you got the normal people with their ledger and, you know, um, seed phrases on metal. And then I think this is just catering for another kind of use case. And I think there is there, but it's just what is the size of that market? And especially if we hit the EFT market over the next year, the popularity is going to surge in Bitcoin. So I think it will be there, but at the moment, I don't think Bitcoiners, current Bitcoiners in the market will be looking at this, but it's looking at that segment which comes in. And then obviously you have the people who leave it on the exchange and then the government blocks them taking it off the exchange and says they need to confiscate it. Here's some paper money instead. Yeah. Because the, the, big, the biggest like down stepping stone, and <laughs> pun intended, to those in the retail market to get them effectively on the way because with all technology you get version 1.0 don't you so effectively this is the way to get them down the rabbit hole albeit it's not the most secure because part of the password is with them but it's 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 a way isn't it to get them yeah because you think we're probably still on b2 like yeah. V one was where it has to be a pure developer to get to get the Bitcoin off Mount Gox and then store it securely. Whereas most people left it on a computer, chucked up the computer because they forgot, and then can't find it in the landfill. And then you've got mm. the ledgers and the seed phrases, which is where we are. And this is the attempt at the V three, and it's just yeah. you know for me, I'm kind of going, I don't like it, but I think it will appeal to those new retail because we call it the retail boom in two thousand was it 17 17 yeah um whereas now we're going to 2024 for the next halving well it'll probably be 2025 and that's going to be you know it's a financial institution plus the rest of the retail this is a big part of the retail potentially coming in yeah the, the, the biggest security problem that people have with this product as well is there's no screen on the device mm. why that is such a problem is if for anyone that sent Bitcoin using a hardware wallet, they all have screens now. They didn't originally. And it was a huge security flaw because what can happen is either your phone or your laptop can get compromised. So when you go to send some Bitcoin, you paste in your, your Bitcoin address, you press send. But behind the scenes, your computer is compromised. So it looks for Bitcoin addresses. And every time one is pasted, it will change it to the hacker's Bitcoin address. So you haven't potentially noticed that if you haven't seen it on the screen, or sometimes it can be even smart and paste the correct address on the screen, wait for you to submit the screen, and then it changes it on the fly, changes it on the, the kind of the execution of that code. So why the device now, all, all hardware wallets have screens, is that it gives you the second check. It comes up on the screen to go, you're sending this much Bitcoin, 
You're sending it to this address. And also, which is very important, is the fees. Because that was also a way of them scamming you. And it, um, so two things to check there, basically. Number one, is the send address the one that you pasted in? Because it might have looked correct on the screen, but when you press send, it changed it. The device will tell you the address it's actually being sent to. So that's a great way of changing it. But then you have this, the, the malicious attack where they're not trying to steal your Bitcoin. They're just trying to get you wrecked. And a great way of wrecking someone uh, is you basically go, oh, yeah, the send address is correct, but we'll change the fee. You know, The fee that you pay, you pay. And this happened to loads of people. Basically, be sending, like, say, um, one Bitcoin from one address to another or something. And the fee should be, you know, less than a dollar. And they change it to go, no, no, the the send is a dollar and the fee is basically the full Bitcoin. So you pay a Bitcoin fee and receive $10 at the other end. So you just donate a Bitcoin to the miners. And uh, that... What the hell are you guys doing? I can't fucking do it. <laughs> I, like, my, my screen must have frozen. It wasn't frozen at my end. You guys were frozen. But uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a funny picture of me in the chat. And then now I've lost my train of thought. Are you both were listening? And uh, I was explaining something very fundamental about how. Yeah, but but it froze. It looked like it was your cum face. Or something. <laughs> Let's just let the viewers know. Let's, let's just put it out there. It's like, yeah. could, I unlock, your, could I unlock your don't phone know. with that? I know. Don't save that picture. That's my $5 wrench attack. <laughs> Can you get in the phone? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it, evening. Going back to... Going back uh, this to is all in. We feel sorry for you. <laughs> don't, don't, feel, don't feel sorry for me. I can't see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for her. <laughs> um, but it's a good point, which I haven't really thought about with the, the lack of screen. So, you know, I think that's actually it's the biggest really flaw. Um, I mean, I, I did think, a small transaction it... the other day just between, like, double-checking, does it still work? So I sent some off my ledger to Coinbase and then back, yeah, it still works, it's there. Oh, but yeah. yeah, do check. I do, definitely check. And it's even though you think because, like, oh, those little USBs that you're using, right? They they're not really doing anything, right? It's just, they're so like they're almost naughty. It's like the Bitcoin blockchain behind the scenes are doing all the heavy lifting. But but yeah, it's it's it is good to test it end to end. It's it's like we've said. It's, it's even good just to sometimes wipe your wallets and use your backup words and start again, <laughs> just to. You should always have multiple hardware wallets anyway with the same Bitcoin on. You should always duplicate them anyway. Or or just even if you're not going to wipe that one, get a, get your spare one and fire your words into that one and then just fire that up and then just reset it again. Just to like see, can I start from a cold device using my words to pop the Bitcoin back up? It's just good. It just it helps you sleep at night. If you're not doing it. Yeah, you can like use all those kind of like dead, dead ledgers lying around. Exactly, yeah. They're, they're, they're handy for just checking just to see if you can get it going again. Yeah, and let's um, close them down. But it, but yeah, I, I must admit, I was a bit disappointed. I was really hoping for this to be Ledger and Jade and almost like, oh, okay, I regret well, buying my Jade. Like I said, this I is, just think this is, the I just think we, this I is you know, this is the V3 and it's not the ideal version, is it? 
He started with the phone, hasn't he? And I, um, the, yeah, I, I straight to... away, once you were going off the phone, I'm like, well, that's straight away. I assume that's compromised. So yeah, I yeah. now I'm just and basically I think the way it uses it is you you tap the device on the back of the phone to like verify a transaction or something, mm. and you just go it, yeah. But I, I'm not typing. Not there's no keypad on on the device. There's no buttons. That's on not the, catered that for you though, is it? You it's know, like it's... what is that doing? Right? It's just the yeah. bit. Yeah. So apparently, like his his explanation for it was, it, it it's just a secure wallet, but for almost day to day spends. And I go. I hate to tell you, Jack, but for day-to-day spends, I have Bitcoin held in a wallet that doesn't need a, f- a physical device that I carry around. It's just on my phone. Right? It's just some sat-, sat in a Bitcoin wallet. And if I go to a Bitcoin event or somewhere that I, can- I know I'm going to spend Bitcoin, literally directly Bitcoin for the thing, I'll load that up with a couple of hundred pounds worth of Bitcoin and I'll just spend it. And if someone was to hack my phone and steal that money off there, kind of so be it, really. I'm not going to spend 160 quid on a device that may will stop me losing that money, but that's always a maybe. And I, I I've held a couple of hundred pounds worth of Bitcoin on my wallet probably for six years plus now, and I've never had a problem bizarrely. So it's I could have technically had my whole stack on there, and it wouldn't have gone because. And it's also day to day. I'm guessing this thing doesn't work on a Lightning network. That is on the main Bitcoin chain, isn't it? Yeah, I believe it's I so. only. Yeah, so yeah. it just it, it doesn't work for a day to day. Like I said, I just think this is the full retail. This is the boomer wallet. This is the one to get people moving. And maybe he has simplified it in order to get it down that avenue. It's not perfect, but it's probably better than an exchange. Oh, it's definitely better than an exchange. It's it's very expensive though, right? Yeah, hundred and fifty. Like, what did we pay for the jades? Were they seventy or something like that? No, they were. I haven't got that now, actually. They were expensive. I'm sure, it was along those I know lines. that you, cold cards are, are a lot more expensive. Quid. Jades, okay, it's gone down in price a lot. You know, that's cool. I'll have to buy some more at some point. Fifty-three pounds there on here now. I, I we spent over a hundred quid on them. Yeah. Um... Especially with the shipping as well. Yeah, you, you have to go and feed through you, don't you? Yeah, I'm so, just looking uh, through here. Like, yeah, you've got Jade at 60 quid, you've got Treasures at about 80, you've got, got Ledgers at 70, and then you've got that at 160. And it, it's it's, it's, it's a no brainer. Like, it's nearly three times the price, at least double. But like I said, I think it's good. It's just not. It, it, it's an it's inferior product. It's a boomer ledger. Unfortunately, I don't think anyone is going to buy that. And it's just, it's such a mist. I, I really think he's just good. takes the feedback. I think he's... And goes, you need to redo it completely, right? I, I get the fact he's starting with the phone and working back. He's got to put a screen on it. Nearly every single hardware wallet, version one, didn't have a screen. And all these problems came out where everyone attacked Bitcoiners with changing either the fee or the, or the send address. And because the device wasn't double checking it for you, you wouldn't know it had gone the wrong place because the software you're looking at is all legit. It all looked fine, yeah. but you press send and it changes in the background and it sends a Bitcoin to a different place or it takes the fee up to 100%. And you have to protect yourself from that. You have to assume your, your computer is compromised. So you have to have your little USB device double check it for you. The number one change you have to do is, well, there's two things you have to do put a screen on it 
and get that price halved. And then maybe he's got a bit of a maybe he's got a product, but he needs to do more than that though. He's he's it's the same thing. Like it's, but instead of looking like a USB or a small calculator, he's made it into a pebble. It's a bit come on. It's it's not it's not far enough of an evolution that I was expecting from Jack. Because this this product, right? All the products that have come before, proper like ground up very small amounts of money in design they've grinded that out they've sold some reinvested the money redesigned it he can afford he's a multi-billionaire right he can afford <laughs> the top guys top designers we were expecting a bit of a oh this was the well i was expecting anyway like we're all using nokia phones and here comes the iphone right we're all playing snake yeah. and on our little keypads and bam the keypad's gone it's all a screen and it's sexy, right? There's a number of things that are just materially better. That there's no, it's it's an an interesting shape, and that's all I've got. Everything else is worse. Not not what I was expecting. So, oh well, you'll go. You can go again. The good thing is you can afford a product failure, so you can go again. Yeah. So should we move on to some world class fud? Yeah, let's do it. The favorite fudster, Jamie Diamond. Is that who pronounced his name? I always forget. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I ever read it. Uh, it's, it's Demon. Yeah. So do Button. we want to? Is it? Is Satanist. it the fingers? Because it's quite a short clip. <laughs> and we're back yeah so have it. Jamie Dimon it's like I think it was my father-in-law pointed out an article where he had a moan about Bitcoin to me and I just said to him of course he's going to have a moan he's a banker it's like a taxi driver opposes Uber's shock it's his <laughs> business like he doesn't want to be part of business and was I correct in thinking that we saw Lizzie W in the crowd there Oh, she's, she's not in the crowd. She's asking the questions. Yeah, so yeah. good old Lizzie W. Um, <laughs> and he talks about his only use cases is criminals for money laundering, tax evasion, drug drugs. But I'm kind of going, okay, you've named all these use cases, but didn't you used to bank at Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> Wasn't he one of your customers even after you got done the first time for being a nonce? And then also... Um, in September 2020, JP Morgan admitted to committing wire fraud in connection with unlawful trading in the markets for precious metals future contracts and unlawful trading in the market for U.S. Treasury futures contracts and in the secondary cash market for U.S. Treasury notes and bonds. Almost criminal acts. Like, it's, a matter, it's a matter of crime. Yeah. And, and how many people went to prison for that? Oh, I think it's just a slap on the wrist, fine. And um, as always, if I was a government, I would close it down. Was his comment, and it's just like yep. bank denounce. I mean, you're also a criminal because you're partaking criminal acts. Yeah, there's and not a bank out there that hasn't been fined billions at some point for 
exactly the things that he states. You know, terrorist yeah. financing, fraud, funding, like drug trafficking, like all the, every big crime you can possibly list. There's not a bank out there that weirdly, ha- they don't even keep this under wraps. But well, it's also, you can trace that, you can trace that money as chain analysis approved. So surely Bitcoin's actually better than the, the dollar because it's actually transparent. Yeah, it, it's clear what they're doing here, right? They're, they're, obviously, the government, we know what the government want to do. So what they do is they, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren is sat on one side. They've clearly Lizzie, have loads Liz, of chats. Big Liz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw a tweet today where she gets paid to make 275 grand a year. Yeah, her yeah. net worth is 67 million. Like, <laughs> like, do the maths on that. Like, is she 480? She, she no Pelosi. Pelosi <laughs> gets paid that and is worth 200 million. Oh, no, there's no, no one could beat Nancy, like the best trader in the world ever. Uh, but even Elizabeth Warren, it's like, how many thousands of years do you have to have lived to have earned that wealth? Like, it's just ridiculous. They, that she, clearly, she's bought and paid for. But, but these conversations, the- they're just ridiculous. They get the bankers in. They, they ask them questions, which are just softball questions, which is like, oh, what's your views on you know the safety and the, the KYC or fraud implications of Bitcoin? They've clearly chatted about before, and Jamie just goes on a, a diatribe of all the worst things that could happen ever with money, which all happens, all happens, by the way, in the financial world. 99% of those things happen with the US dollar, well, either with not, cash or the US banking system. It's not just it happen. If you put it on a percentage of dollar versus Bitcoin, I bet you have a higher amount of dollars and fraud going through the dollar. Oh, but by not, and that's not even close, like by a factor of a thousand. Yeah. So, so you're not gonna you're not gonna solve this by banning Bitcoin, even though you can't even ban Bitcoin. But literally, it's like getting the, the taxi driver. So, taxi driver, tell us, tell Congress what you think of Uber. Oh, yeah. lo- local record shop owner, tell us what you think about the internet and Play.com, and how it's got no overheads and it's gonna fucking destroy you. Yeah, you you just be like, oh, it's risky. It's new. There's lots of fraud online. Loads of people are going to lose their money. If I was you, I'd shut it down. Yeah, exactly. And they can operate from anywhere. They can launder money. And it's just, yeah, it's just it's just a bit ridiculous that they've got someone like him in and asking about money. Oh, and by the way, that this this little clip is a very short clip where it's just on Jamie Dimon. There's a longer video because essentially they have the CEO of every US bank in a line and Congress are asking them, a load of questions about crypto, which we know they don't give a shit about crypto. They care about Bitcoin. And they asked them one by one. And they all said pretty much the same thing, which was, we would ban it. We would shut it down. So This is just purely... This is, yeah, this is so weird, though, because I was uh, just listening. And I haven't seen a position on Chase Bank buying Bitcoin, which is the key one, really, isn't it? Uh, whereas every other bank behind the scenes, the Black Rocks of this world, they're all doing so. So it's a classic, don't trust what they say, trust what they do. And ultimately, I believe that the likes of Elizabeth Warren and her 12, uh, 12 million net worth will be doing mean, this. I don't think it's 12 million. I think it's more 60 million I've read previously. Yeah, 67 mil. Yeah. 
Oh, this must be an old article. Uh, it's probably two right. years. It's probably two years old. <laughs> yeah, <you're laughs> right. a lot of money since she started bashing Bitcoin. Yeah. 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 Um, was right. Larry that was Fink 20... in that? Was Larry Fink in that lineup? No, he's not Ooh. a banker, is he? No. no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, my <laughs> my bad. But yeah, the, the, well, that's our next story. But this this is um, what what I think this is a switch to though is. Or Elizabeth Warren, like your favorite woman, she did, she did her next story and she starts talking about the classic FUD things about that relate to Bitcoin. But I do think this is them really ramping up their attack where well, they're not. The, ne the next one does chain into this. I'm guessing it's part of the same conversation with um, Big Liz. Yeah, this is basically <laughs> Big Liz being interviewed after that session going. What so we might think? as well go to the next story. Is, is that um, how long's that clip? Is that another finger clip? Yeah, it's, it's three minutes, and I, I, oh, I don't want to give her too much airtime. So fuck that. Um, we can just um, talk about it. What what I love about her fud is she goes through all the classic fud, and then she says, "North Korea are buying nuclear weapons with Bitcoin, or is it just crypto?" They're 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 funding half of their purchase of nuclear weapons. With crypto, what 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 I love is it's a closed area, and literally all his government are like this. You can't get near them. Otherwise, they're going to be executed. They cannot say shit. How do you know how much they're spending, Big Liz? And then it's also, how the fuck would you even find that out? And who is accepting money, um, Bitcoin? When they why would they have to hide it into Bitcoin? Why wouldn't they just use cash? They don't have to hide what they're doing. They're not going behind like their mum's back, are they? Yeah, and, and who, who are they like, buying off? Who, who, like, there's not random people like on the black market going, "I've got a nuke for sale." <laughs> hey, hey, mate! <laughs> <laughs> like, who are they? Who are they going on to non KYC <laughs> Bitcoin exchanges with? Like, oh, I want to buy a nuke. Like, what the? Like, dude, like, there's only a, a handful of people that can <laughs> have the technology for nukes, and largely they're all under the U.S. jurisdiction. So yeah. if they're buying, we, if they've got nuke, nukes, they probably brought them off the US with US dollars. So the only way that she probably knows that they paid half in crypto is because she fucking did the transaction herself. Like, <laughs> like, exactly. She accepted but, half of Bitcoin, half cash through a nuke got one. off the I, North Korea. I doubt the North Korea would have crypto because of how he is. He's basically a dictator who wants to control everything. So why is he going to accept crypto into his country? And then two... Like I said, why would he have to trade into it? And three, why would it matter? They can buy no, I, I, with, with cash. It just doesn't make any sense. This claim on the on the crypto front, because there are certain cryptocurrencies in which you don't have to disclose your identity. Uh, I do think that they could launder money that way. I I, I love finding out. Because they, they? they yeah, got exactly. is, but this is a whole country. This is. Um, what's his name? Kim, Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un. Saying, yeah, yeah, saying that he's buying nuclear weapons with, um, I don't know, Dink Doink or something. <laughs> yeah. Or he's using some Doge. He's pulled out some Doge. He's like, check out my Doge, man. Yeah, I'm buying some crypto, buying some nukes of that, and it just, yeah. it just makes no sense. Like, is he stacking sats and stacking shit coins as well? Yeah, it, it, it's like saying that the U.S. government. Uh, their nuclear program, they're paying that half in crypto. 
Like it would make no sense because it's like, well, you'd have to actually buy crypto when you can just print dollars out of thin air. And it's the same in North Korea. They can print whatever their currency is out of thin air and do whatever the fuck they want with it. They clearly already made themselves very publicly enemies of the West. So having a program and being no one accepts. Yeah, no one accepts their currency. That's the only thing, isn't it? So their currency is only good within their Ah, jurisdiction. They they need dollars, don't ultimately because. Of the 160 currencies of the world, you know, really the the tradable dollars that are out there, sorry, the tradable currencies that are out there is probably euros or dollars, what else maybe uh, that's out there. Probably, yeah, you know, they're the they're the main two. I would say maybe the pound as well. You could go to other places and people would accept pounds, but. Whilst they can, like you say, print the North Korean dollar, I don't know what they use out of the way. I'm sure someone will message in the comments. You know, they, that, that's only good for them. So the, the documentary that I saw ultimately is that they want, and they, what they do is embezzlement. So embezzlement of giving stuff out, that North Korea can provide, i.e. drugs or uh, also human trafficking and labour, and that then brings money into the country that way. Uh, So when they are giving citizens to poorer countries to do the labour and the work, half of their wage goes back to Kim Jong-un. And that's how they do it that way. Yeah, sounds quite similar to the US. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that does make sense, actually. The fact that they might not have everything they need. And even though they have infinite Korean dollars. Correct, yeah. They need to go buy something offshore because they're on the sanctions list. They can't buy anything. So they have to pretend to be a citizen for someone else. Yes. Then they crypto to buy it. But it, it, I'm still wondering who the fuck this person is that is giving nukes out via crypto, right? Without KYC in some shape or form. Because it's, like, well, it's like, there's but, only a few but, people that can sell parts for nuclear weapons. But just think about it. Sanctions. Um, America cares. Europe cares. Does no does Asia give a shit? Does nah. India go? Oh no! Oh no! Russia, we won't trade with you because you're yeah. on America's sanctions. They go exactly how much? They go how much? Oh, America, price has gone down. Essentially, it's, exactly. it's the U.S. shit list of the like, countries that we don't like. It's it's not that yeah. they're so yeah. So yeah, you're right. Like the, 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 the Middle East, the, the Middle East and Asia don't give a shit about sanctions list because no, half those countries are on the list. So they they are. Because, it is it like the G? Is it like the G8, so Canada, US, um, Germany, France, UK, countries like that will stick together on the sanctions list, whereas South America don't give a shit, Asia yeah. don't give a shit, um, Russia don't give a shit, and probably half of Eastern Europe don't give a shit. So you kind of think Russia, China, India, they'll all do nuclear. So if North Korea wants to buy some, it's like, oh, you're a bit dodgy, so it's 25% more. Oh, we want to pay in um, North Korean whatever the hell they're called. Mm, no. 
have you got any rubles? Because we'll take rubles off you. And we'll be like, oh yeah, we have because we trade with Russia for whatever raw material it was. So I think yeah. it's, I just think, like I said, I just think it's nonsense and how the hell would America know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, ultimately, here's your scenario. So, you know, the uh, the Middle East want to continue to westernise their territories and they've got a population of people, but not great, but Kim Jong-un has got a population of people who he can dictate and control and say, right, well, you want that new fancy building being built on time, great. I've got some people I can send to you, which are North Korean people, they'll do it. And, um, you know, that is how, when they build that, we get what we want in terms of, the illegal weapons of mass destruction of, you know, uh, of nuclear weapons in exchange for it. Mm. We have to kind of, I know we're probably going to get cancelled, but we have to kind of uh, think like this. It, it, the normal type of transactions are not happening. Yeah. And the thing is, though, let's just assume this is all true, right? This is exactly still why Bitcoin exists. You know, America is getting triggered the fact that North Korea have a way around their sanctions. So yeah. let's just let's just assume that the scenario that exactly of why the American sanctions list exists for is to stop well, it, countries like North Korea buying. Yeah, because North Korea are really naughty and America are really good and they've never done anything wrong. Exactly. So yeah, they, yeah. Uphold, um, they uphold all the morals and values which we should take forward in our lives. Exactly. They've never invaded, they've never killed an innocent in person, yeah, they've, ne they've never encouraged coups in Pakistan, in Ecuador, or in Chile. You know, yeah, they haven't enforced the petrodollar on hundreds of millions of people, killing millions in the process, and devaluing. Yeah, they never killed the presidents in Ecuador and Panama. Yeah, causing famines, and yeah, they haven't done it in Sierra Leone as well. They also didn't kill their own president, JFK, either. No, no. They, so that's a conspiracy we, theory. You just gone we, too far. Now. Yeah, as we clearly established, America is absolutely right in everything that they have done. Uh, so, but let's just play it out and go, yeah, yeah, okay. So, America is is the greatest nation ever, and they have their sanctions list, which are legit. But you've got an enemy here over here with North Korea who want to buy nukes off a country essentially that wants to sell them to them, but they don't want to get in trouble for selling them to them because they know that North Korea on a sanctions list. And they have nuclear weapon parts that they do want to sell, but don't want to get in trouble with the US. Because if they do, they'll, they'll they'll get spanked and they might get some freedom bombs dropped on their heads. So they essentially go, you know what? We'll do the transaction, but we can't do it through the traditional banking system. We'll do it through Bitcoin. And we will send you a nuke, but pay in Bitcoin and we'll send it to you. Th this is literally the use case for Bitcoin, right? This... <laughs> All these people hate it. They 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 don't want people to have their privacy and just their freedom of transactions. You know, we talk about freedom of speech, but we talk in Bitcoin. We talk about the freedom of money and go. You should be able to send money to anyone, anywhere, anytime, regardless of what your government thinks of that person or that country. And without her really probably realizing, it's like this is the exact use case that Bitcoin was designed for, right? It's obviously. As a Bitcoiner, I don't want nuclear war. I don't want people buying nukes and all that kind of stuff. It's unfortunate, but Jesus, like 
America are only triggered at North Korea are buying them because they don't. <laughs> they're they, they want to be the only ones that have them, right? They're just the bully in the playground that's got a hammer, and they're 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 a bit triggered that the other guy on the other side of the playground has just got a hammer as well. It's like you're both shit houses, and it it'd be rather I'd rather you all just fucking throw the hammers away and we forget that hammers were invented. But we can't. We can't put the genie back in the bowl. Nuclear weapons exist now. She's really just got to hope these nation states don't start firing them off when they start to collapse. But Bitcoin's for the enemies. You're allowed to buy nukes with Bitcoin. That is the whole point of it. You can't censor transactions. You can't confiscate Bitcoin. So like, she thinks she's almost selling like a FUD piece here where oh, like, people are funding nuclear weapon programs with Bitcoin. You go, well, yeah, because you can't fucking stop it. That's the whole use case of Bitcoin. Because you can't stop me sending my Bitcoin to anyone in the world. Whereas if I put my money in my bank account and I send out the wrong tweet or mm. I get arrested for not being jabbed or something, you can you can freeze my bank account. If I protest against the government, just like the, the truckers did, you can freeze my bank and just cut me off from the world. And no matter how much money I have in there, you can take it from me. But my Bitcoin, you can't. And you fucking hate it. That's the whole reason why Bitcoin exists. Yet they seem to be pitching that as a, oh, that's a bug. We're like, no, 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 mate. That's a feature. That's exactly what we want from Bitcoin. And Bitcoin's for enemies as well as our friends. And fucking deal with it. This is the free economy, the free market. Your bollocks sanctions lists and KYC, AML bollocks, trying to like block people, freeze people's bank accounts. It's not going to work in the new version of the world. It's just not. It doesn't work in Bitcoin. Well, we're seeing that more and more, aren't we, with uh, people being deplatformed, and so um, the rise, therefore, of Bitcoin will just continue to to have a place in the world because it's uncensorable. Yeah, yeah. I, I, right. I was going to make the point before, but it's very super quick. It's like I think we're definitely going into the phase, you know, like they. It's the phases of they 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 laugh at you, then they ignore you, then they fight you, and then you win. What is it? Is it is it ignore then laugh or laugh then ignore? I can't remember which way around. Anyway, yeah, it does seem like the fight. Like it does seem to have stepped up a little bit with this, but it's it's a shit flinging. You know, North Korea use this, and what else? We had boiling oceans, and then the ESG report came out and found out that um, Bitcoin was very ESG compliant, whatever you want to call it which was hilarious, but, yeah. but it is unavoidable. Wasted energy, resources, yeah. and so on, and it can be used to um, deal with overloaded grids, etc. So, um, But, yeah, it'll be interesting to what they say next. Maybe it'll yeah. we'll wait and see what the next piece of FUD is, because I wouldn't have guessed North Korea my bullshit bingo this week. <laughs> But um, but 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 my message to all the plebs would purely just be that this is the time to start. Like if you're holding off buying Bitcoin, waiting for dips or doing whatever, like this is the time to buy because right now you can buy a Bitcoin and you can send it to your hardware wallet largely with no problems. I honestly think if we fast forward a year, maybe less, it's going to be much harder. If you fast forward another year, it might be impossible. So getting Bitcoin to a hardware wallet absolute like this is peak time like no matter how much money you've got set on the sidelines oh, i want a dca over a certain period uh um th- this time next year i'm going i'm going to get into some money i'll stack then do it now like 
it's not even and not only that I'll get it off the ledger when I sorry I'll get it off the exchange when I think I've got enough. Well, what what's the world share? So we what was it? Break Bitcoin into 69. sats for every person. How many sats was it? I mean, it's twenty six thousand. Yeah, so twenty six thousand. And what's the buy price of that? It it was sixty nine dollars. So I think it'd be about yeah. fifty now. I think it's gone up significantly. Yeah, so I think it's. Well, I won't say everyone because obviously what the governments have done lately with um, inflation has fucked everyone over. But try and get proportion of Bitcoin in. You know, start start with what you can afford and just build. Yeah, it, it was just even a small amount, as which we said at the time was sixty nine dollars, and just, and just watch enough. Watch for the next eighteen months and see what happens. Yeah, but I, I seriously thinking. I was talking about this on Twitter today. You know, we we talked about you know the confiscation of gold and what happened to the gold standard. You know, they that they but knew the, com- that... the confiscation. It's got to be deemed as an appropriate asset by that point, though. Oh. Yeah. So I feel like I don't know what chess move they're going to play to be able to confiscate Bitcoin yeah. or even well, just I, stop I, it. No, well, it I, won't I, be. To... It'd be a little bit of uh, it'd be both the it's made illegal, and we would like for you to then send it to a place for it to not be illegal. So you'll have a time period of it's like a a, a knife amnesty or something like that, and the knife amnesty is we know you've got it, and it's okay, it's fine. And just send it to here for now, and we'll give it you back. Or it'll be safe. You won't be in the the bad category for people. For those that do continue to hold it, we're coming after you. Yeah, they, well, they can't, but they they'll try. Yeah, it's 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 just pure fear tactics, and it's, yeah. it's exactly what they did. Uh, I I literally tweeted it out today. Just gonna find the tweet because essentially it is. Um, I will get the number for them now. Executive Order Six One O Two, banning the holding of gold, and uh, mm. criminal penalties for violation of Executive Order. Essentially, you weren't allowed to uh, hold more than an ounce of gold uh, at home. You had to give it to the bank, and don't worry, you'll get a certificate of dollars that matches one to one for your proportion of gold. Uh, criminal penalties for violation of this Executive Order. $10,000 fine or 10 years imprisonment or both. And this was sent out in 1933. So imagine how much $10,000 is in 1933. Yeah, that is essentially all of your money. I, I, I can't imagine there was more than like the top 0.1% that had $10,000 that's lying around. So essentially what this order says is that we will take all your money and 10 years imprisonment uh, if you hold just more than an ounce of gold. So what happened during this, just to play out the game theory, right, is these threats worked. There was no way that they could actually execute this order. There was Mm. hundreds of millions of Americans that owned gold in America when this order got um, put live. They all had way more than an ounce of gold at home. And this is their life savings. There was no way of them coming around house to house. 
and checking. You can just hide it, right? Just hide <laughs> it. Uh, but they, but what happened? The people were terrified by this. They picked up their gold, they took it down to the bank, and they exchanged it for bits of paper, essentially IOUs, that said, "Don't worry, one dollar to one bit of gold." And hence, the fiat standard started, and eventually, gold got taken off fiat. The, the these bits of paper and IOUs weren't even related to the gold anymore, and we ended up in the world that we are in now. This is what I believe is the same trip they will try with Bitcoin, but I think they're trying two different types. I mean, the BlackRock ETF is a huge psyops where you are almost voluntarily giving up your fiat and buying Bitcoin, but you're almost directly doing this. You're directly just getting an IOU for Bitcoin. You don't have the Bitcoin. You can't take the self-custody. So I think they're fine. And I think if the majority of the money goes into the ETF, they just go, we don't even need to make Bitcoin illegal. We already freaking own it because the majority of the money is sat here. But if that doesn't work, they will put out an order similar to this to go, look, it's fine holding Bitcoin, but you've got to send it back to the exchange or you need to send it to the ETF. Hold it there. That's where you that's you can... And it's essentially pushing you into going, the only reason you hold Bitcoin is for fiat gains. So when you feel like you've made enough money in Bitcoin, sell it for fiat and that's all good. They don't want us holding the asset going, no, no, no. Like we're holding this asset because we are taking the whole lot. We're not mm. here just to take part. We're here to take over, as the famous Conor McGregor once said. <laughs> and, uh, and, and and they know that. So I think a version of this executive order from 1933, um, 6102, is um, is coming again. Right. On that positive note, should we move on <laughs> to some um, some key product news for the world of Bitcoin? For you, for those who missed out on yield, your chances to get some yield again. I can't believe this opportunity's come around. So, um, this is a startup who was, um, I think, oh yeah, they were associated by everyone's favorite crypto billionaire, Sam Altman. Um, what was it? Sam Altman Freed? What was was that his name? No, no, no. Sam Bank. No, this is a different person. Oh, right? I got yeah, mixed up. yeah, because. You do want to think, oh, straight away, Sam Bankman freed, but no, Sam Altman is somebody different. Yeah, like this, this is up. a different Sam Altman. Yeah, this, this is the guy that um, AI co-founded OpenAI with Elon Musk. Yeah. Ah, Chat yeah, I got GPT. mixed up. ChatGPT. But yeah, and he, well, another, another intro into it, he has backed yield-making company. I mean, what could go wrong with a yield-making company from Bitcoin? Doesn't everyone want to risk all their Bitcoin in the SATs? Five percent, which is lower <laughs> than inflation. I I want to risk everything. Um, just that that five percent, which I could get a higher amount in bonds. Um and, 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 and as always, it's always the question, isn't it? It's like, well, hold on. Bitcoin doesn't inflate. So you know, like when banks give you five percent, let's just say banks give you five percent. It's like, oh yeah, that's because interest rates are seven. All makes sense. Like money is inflating at seven, seven, eight, nine percent. So they're giving me five percent interest. All makes sense because essentially they're giving me money that is just still less than what I had before. So they're investing it in things that make seven, and they're giving me five. I get that. That transaction well, makes sense. And basically, that deal is I lose money the longer I am in this deal. So 
that's a good deal that I get because it's like, oh, you're scamming me to my face. So fine. I get it. I get the scam. So so what you're saying to the listeners is everything's fine. They should take this deal. No, in this deal, it doesn't make sense, right? Because they're giving you 5% on your Bitcoin. You go, right, well, this is the problem now because Bitcoin does not inflate by 5% a year. So where are you getting the extra 5% of Bitcoin to well, give me? I think this is when we see a, they're preempting the um, bull market, aren't they? So the bull market, which we believe is going to be caused by the ETF, f- thrown into the halving, thrown into further retail. So we, we potentially got, whenever that ETF launches, we potentially got a couple of years where things might go a bit mental. One bit worth one Bitcoin now. Like, yeah. But they're 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 utilizing it by what is it the um what's the correct term for it basically gambling within the Bitcoin market by saying oh you do this they probably got I can't remember what they're called but basically bets on Bitcoin by using it or, or also trade so we saw this before with what what was that name of that company which um, they all backed which fell over BlockFi um, Celsius yeah so BlockFi was the main one. And that was based upon basically them gambling and then Bitcoin increasing in value. And like I said, we're going to see two years. So this will look spectacular for the next couple of years. But when it when we see, you know, the um, bear market, that's when you see things fall apart. But two years of massive profits and everyone's probably, um, they won't get taken down for company. It'll just be the company which goes bankrupt. The Bitcoin gets locked in the co- company to go into administration the owners walk away with probably billions by that point, but you gained 5% in your Bitcoin for the last two years, um, but you've actually just locked, so you've gained, what, 10%, well, not even 10%, it's um, um, probably about 7.5% or so. Um, no, well, the, the the yield would be denominated in Bitcoin, so... Yeah, but, but say if you pull it out, is what I'm saying, so whatever that is, I can't think of that in my head, but say if it was 10%, I know that's wrong, so over two years, you get that ten percent. You take it out, but actually you've just lost ninety percent of your input because you lost your Bitcoin because the company's gone over, gone, <laughs> gone under yet again. You know, it's oh, yeah, every yeah. every single yield company has got a, gone under. Yeah. Oh, I managed to order an Aston Martin because the payments were being paid by my Bitcoin, which was getting a yield. When you lost fucking Bitcoin, you dickhead. Fucking Pedro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because Leclerc, which who, whose tweet this is, who like announces that, who kind of finds this? Because obviously Sam Altman is like, he's the darling of the tech space right now, isn't he? Like obviously leading open open AI. But it's, but it's been done before. Like we're only oh. just seeing. Yeah, he just raised a hundred million. But we just we just you know sweet. He was ousted recognition. wasn't he as well from uh, ChatGPT, right? And four days later, he got put back in. Oh, right, I missed that. The board got sacked, which is really fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, no one knows like what he did to deserve to be fired in the first place, but then yeah. they've been acquired by Microsoft, so Microsoft stepped in and went, no, Sam Altman is like our little poster boy, we don't want him out. What's he done? And for whatever reason, just went, no, 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 we don't, we disagree. You're gone, and he's back. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's a bit of an odd one. And then and yeah, so he's raised a hundred million to start this thing. And um yeah, and Dylan Leclerc has just pretty much said what you said, or which is essentially you can already see what plays out here, where they raise a load of money, they get all the all the this money come plows in because Sam Altman 
in the tech space is like is the yeah. new darling right he, everything he touches goes to gold so of course if he brings out a bitcoin etf or um well this bitcoin fund like this yield product of course everyone's going to dump their money in and he's going to bet on the etf he's going to need to make his at least six percent right because he needs to pay out five so he has to trade his bitcoin and he's going to position it based on the etf He's going to try and bet on the, the the pumps and the dumps. And eventually, they're going to get one epically wrong, lose all the funds, and everyone loses 100% of the funds. Prediction, which is what um, Dylan Clare said, is two years, it's going to look fucking spectacular. It's mm. going to look like the fucking brains of the crypto world, just like um, Scam um, Bankman um, Freed or whatever his name is. And just like the guys at BlockFi, they're going to look fucking amazing. When two years, when Bitcoin enters a bear market, bear market, surprise, surprise, motherfuckers, it goes down. You know, this is my, yeah. it's an easy prediction to make. And for it, two it, years, he's going to make billions. He's going to make so much fucking money. It feels like the SPAC days, doesn't it? And then also the uh, initial coin offering. So we're moving back into that time once again. And, we're seeing it early because it's yeah, usually half a year early. to a year after the halving. Correct. Correct. And the halving, is it June, May on the current rates? Yeah. So yeah. we, yeah, you know, we've got five months to go and we're starting to see the shit which usually occurs a year after the halving. Yeah. Yeah. He's already trying to be a genius going, oh, I'm just going to go leverage long on Bitcoin because of the ETS coming. You're like, oh, you're such a genius. But yeah, it's only gonna last so long, and yeah, when it, when everyone, if anyone promises you to pay you more Bitcoin for giving your Bitcoin to them, be super skeptical. If you go <laughs> anything which involves like dollars and pounds and euros are easy to come by. They're constantly inflating, and one dollar today is worth you know two dollars in, in in like you know, a couple of years time. So it's like. Yeah, the dollars is getting printed out fucking so fast that you need to just the fact that you, someone gave you you gave them one dollar and then five years later they give you two dollars. You're like, oh my god, that's so good. It's like, well, no, because the spending power of the two is still less than the one that you had before. So that person made you no money. You're literally still behind where you were before. You just don't understand inflation. Bitcoin doesn't do that. So if anyone says, give me 0.1 Bitcoin now. And in five years' time, like I'll give you 0.2. You go, nah, that sounds dodgy. Because Bitcoin doesn't inflate like that. So what are you doing behind the scenes with my Bitcoin to be able to give me more back? And the answer nearly every single time will be, I'm fucking gambling it. <laughs> Down at the crap yeah. casino. What happens if you gamble and lose? Oh, you lose everything. Right. I'm I'm not sure. What if I if I put all my money on red on black and if I win I get five percent more if I lose I lose a hundred percent that's a bit of a shitty bet so me I think I hold the bitcoins and keep it to but, myself yeah it's just the fact that it's happened before and it's just the same thing yeah and like I said you get a better return off a fucking government bond than that yeah yeah if, if but that... it won't stop people doing it which is the crazy thing right. Well, I was wondering what the new craze is going to be for the for the next ball run, and it you looks like it's going to be the same craze. shit, isn't it? 
Always need a new craze. Because the yield was almost... Actually, would we say when it's secondary or tertiary? Because we had the other initial coin offerings, which was a big thing in the last one. That's 27. Uh, but we also did it in the last one. You think about the amount of shit coins. And yeah. we had NFTs as well. So what would you say was the biggest craze? Was it NFTs or was it the yield? Oh, oh right. Like last year. Uh, NFTs. NFTs. Oh. Yeah, NFTs was the biggest one for money. But then yeah. I, th I think Bitcoin related though. Definitely, like plenty of Bitcoin has got sucked into yield and lost everything. Well, maybe, maybe the yield is going to go throughout the whole crypto industry on this one because, like I said, it's kind of like what is the prediction for this bull run? What stupid fucking fad is going to take the shine off it? Well, I think what's happened here, I think this is yield 2.0, isn't it? Like before, it was all these made up companies that only did crypto yield and um, all their founders were crypto people. Maybe this one is, oh no, some big boys come in and do crypto. Oh, we're going to use mm. AI to predict it. And it's just yeah. like, what are we going to do, AI? We're going to go, look at the ETF. I've had two years on it. <laughs> I see AI as one of those things where back in the day when you used to put I in front of something, it made it look cool. Yeah, oh, I and E. Yeah, originally yeah. it was E. Exactly, then, yes. Yeah, so it was and iPhone, iPod, iPad. Correct. Yeah. And then we had, yeah, E, which is electronics, or email, and everything yeah. else. Yeah. AI is that new cool buzzword that if you do that, yeah, you do everything, can't we? It's like, really? Yeah, you just put it at the end of your domain name. Whatever your business is, put dot. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God, they're like, the new groundbreaking it, company. Yeah, They're going to exactly. make me so much money. 5% of money. Yes. <laughs> the thing is, that, that that will rope people in, though. Like, Sam's name attached to it. He's obviously Super Silicon yeah. Valley. All the VCs. Yeah. You just know there's so many people. It's it's so predictable. So before the funds even launched, every Bitcoiner can go, it's going to be massive, going to make loads of short-term gains, then it's going to implode and everyone loses everything. We already we've seen this play out a dozen well, times. It's before. funny we've got all these topics, and we'll move on to the final topic shortly. But I'm thinking in my head, just what's going to be as a tab on the video now? Because we had all these great. Do you have the crazy <laughs> Christian guy who wants to ban anything which he doesn't agree with? Do you have the new shitty wallet from Jack Dorsey, which is going to lose all your money? <laughs> Do you want to have Jamie Demon? Um, who's trying to ramping up his Bitcoin hate? Do you want a big Lizzie? Um, do you want to go about yield 2.0 and include Sam Altman? Or do you go about the final story, Satoshi? We disappeared. Well, it'll be, as we mentioned before we started, 13 years to the day by the time this video is launched. Yeah, December 13, 2010. 4.45 in the morning. I know... In the afternoon, sorry, four forty-five in the afternoon was his last ever post on Bitcoin Talk. Satoshi Nakamoto signed off, never to speak again. It's bizarre. It's one of these big mysteries, isn't it? But it's better it that still, he did. Yeah, yeah. You know, you think about the founder of Monero. He was dragged in and to try and, so they could get through his levels of secrecy, and then. Oh, I always forget forget how to spell, spell his name. That guy, Ethereum, Vitalik. Vitalik. 
that's a yeah go on just keep misspelling his name it's funny (laughs) but you kind of think you know he's I don't know if he has been compromised because he just comes up with fucking bizarre things for Ethereum to do Mm. Um, and you kind of think this is the best thing which could have happened to Bitcoin is the founder the person who designed it just to disappeared off the face of the earth so he couldn't be compromised who knows you know was it someone who was dying is it someone who's still alive or is it a collection of people no one knows and it's an absolute mystery which is great yeah actually we, we actually are correct you know like the the original tweet is wrong so it's december 12th is his last post 2010 and it's actually 6 22 p.m and so she's post is so just innocuous it's you know, like so whether he was dying at the time whether he was being hunted down like who knows what was happening to toshi's life he's literally responding to a post about added some dos limits were moved to safe mode to a version of bitcoin and so if you scroll down on the tweet that we've linked there's a screenshot of his last post and he's just going there's more work to be done on dos i'm doing a quick build of what i have so far in case it's needed being venturing into more complex ideas the build for this is version 0.3.19 added some dos controls it removed safe mode alerts safe mode alerts a temporary measure for 0.3.9 overflow plug it it is the most innocuous yeah it is a technical technical um technical chat between developers going this is just what i'm working on right now i agree i've changed that i've changed this it's like in the middle of a conversation, right? About a very just mundane thing. There's no big, you know, I really need to off part, offload some critical information to you. He's like, this is in the middle of a conversation. And is this just, screenshotted the one you're reading? Yeah. Do you read? Yeah. No, I mean, as in, um, is it Photoshop? Do you read merited by second line down, middle ETF Bitcoin? I'm not reading that screenshot, no. Yeah, this is a screenshot. I'm kind of going, what the hell? No, I don't know what you're reading. Now. That's crypto tag. So there's a um, crypto tag of post screenshot in halfway down. Which one did you just read? Oh, yeah, crypto tag, yeah. So no, it's one. a distribution list at the top. It's got ETF Bitcoin. I'm kind of like, well, I think that's someone pissing around, isn't it? Yeah, no, weird. It's crypto unity that is was posted. I, I, I believe, anyway, the the original last tweet. Last oh, yeah. Tweet. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. similar to that. I think someone's just doctored it too below. Oh, it looks like no, it looks like the same message. Where, where, I'm not sure where you're seeing. So, see at the top, it says merited by. I don't really know what it means, but second line and about halfway through, ETF Bitcoin is one of the usernames. Oh, right. Well, that might be legit. Yeah, because it's the same. It's the same message. Yeah, but it's ETF Bitcoin. I'm kind yeah, of going. Well, yeah, back then we were talking about an ETF. Absolutely, we were. Yeah, but this was 2010. Surely not. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Literally, I remember coming into Bitcoin. Well, like, admittedly, this is 2015. We're talking ETF then. Yeah. So this ETF thing has been been knocking around forever. <laughs> but there's also the um, rumors that it, um, Satoshi was how finny. 
And so um, yeah, Huff Finney died in not... 2014, yeah. which obviously not nice for him. But it, if it was the case, then it, in a way it is good for Bitcoin so he couldn't be compromised again. So it's kind of like that ideal birth. And then there's also the other theory, but it's um, Craig, Craig Wright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which not even Craig Wright believes is true. No, come on. But no, it's it's a good opportunity just to go, you know, say thank you to Satoshi once again. Because something happened 13 years ago what meant Satoshi stopped posting. He he helped, he obviously he launched um, the product 14 and a bit years ago. Uh, and he helped and I uh, like answered so many questions for about a year, um, more just over a year, and answered everyone's questions. How do you set up a miner? How do you do wallets? How do you do transactions? Everything, and he was just there, and then he just disappeared. And it was this, this, this literally today, thirteen years ago, he just disappeared. We have no idea what happened to Satoshi back then. Yeah, you know, I, I hope he's still alive and kicking somewhere and just watching that little baby that he released in when he disappeared in 2010. And I bet you can't believe, like, hopefully, what it's turned into. And there's, you know, three random plebs fucking over here <laughs> chatting about his creation, just being like, weekly. Yeah, like well, well, weekly, expensive. publicly, daily, pretty behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, you've literally like you've changed the world's lives. Like literally by yeah. that by that bit of code that you created, it gave us all hope. It's like without Bitcoin, I honestly would be looking at the world now, going, I don't know even what to do. I'd be literally buying lumps of shiny metals, cool gold, and just storing that somewhere, going. If everything collapses, I've got some gold. I don't fucking know what I'm going to do with this gold. I really like. You kind of think, what would the, be the evolution of kind of like crypto? Because obviously, crypto might kind of like was started. Who knows? It might never have existed without Satoshi. Yeah, but you kind of think the evolution was going just a lot slower. It'd been going since was it the 80s or the 90s when they'd started these kind of like things. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just uh, Bitcoin definitely made it. I suppose very mainstream, didn't it? It certainly wouldn't be where it was well, now. But well, cryptography's been matters. around. Yeah, cryptography's been around for years, but then you know, iteratively, they then got to the stage of creating Bitcoin. But one of the key things I think about is, um, you know, where will Bitcoin be in twenty years, thirty, fifty years, and and so on. Because prior to now, it's always been gold as like the main one, to Mr. Orlin's point, buying that shiny rock or, or silver. You know, those two have outlasted everything. And it'd be really interested to see for the time that I'm here on the planet Earth, where and how can it outlast everything? So we're moving into this digital age, um, you know, we certainly needed something that was fast to be able to transact and that was digital. And, you know, it ticks all of those boxes. But is there anything else that comes after it? I don't think so. But will it stay around for so long? That's the, the key point that I'm trying to make. These are the questions which drive us wild. 
<laughs> they do. They really do drive me. <laughs> Literally, it drives me wild. Yeah. Because yeah. someone's going to have to think of something that is better than Bitcoin, which already has such a huge market mass and the decentralization of it. And despite your Jamie Demons of this world and the Elizabeth Warrens of this world and every other. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Big Lizzie, you know, they're, they're trying to poo poo it. it um, it's, it's never it's never happened. Yeah, it's, just, it's the hardest money. You know, we, we talk about this one and I think it's just um, what does money need? And it ticks all mm. the boxes. I mean, it's also what's really important is to me is the decentralization, the fact that one person can't control it or a government can't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have bought all these miners. Oh, yeah. You have taken over the network. Oh, it's it's hard forked. But all the Bitcoiners and everyone else is just using the old fork and you're using your own. Um, along with your five people um, in government. So it's just, I don't know what you'd call that, but it just seems like there's no potential win for the government. They could waste all the money which, they'd ha- which they have, but they could end yeah. up in a losing position every time because no one will, will adopt the network, which is beautiful, even if they can get all the power to take it, take over it. And money only evolves about every 500 years. We've had fear for about 500. We had gold for about 500. So it's something we'll replace Bitcoin, but we're only 14 years into its 500-year legacy. So unless you think you're going to live to 500 plus, yeah, you're pretty much good just for buying Bitcoin and holding it and forgetting about it. And um, yeah. it's our grandkids, grandkids, grandkids that need to be switched on going, What's the next thing? Like the money's about to change again. There, there will be a new thing. Who knows? We might be living in a AI metaverse, like <laughs> a weird thing, interplanetary, da da da. And suddenly now Bitcoin and the the mining of blocks is too slow between Earth and Mars and da da da. And you're like, yeah. oh right. Just just there's think about the level of psyops which would be going on in that in that year. Oh my god. What kind of shit would be we'd be trying to pull out then? Hopefully, if we want a Bitcoin standard, we there won't be too many, too many. Yeah, we stances. got we got minimal government, and they're just gagging to get rid of the Bitcoin so they can get back in power, yeah, and start spreading all all the propaganda. Yeah, and we and we can't even imagine the the, the technology that needs to be invented to make a better version of Bitcoin. It, it's oh, it, it, it's it's yeah. the equivalent of t- giving a caveman an iPhone and just throwing it at his feet and going, "What's that?" You wouldn't have a fucking clue, right? You just throw it, throw it. In. You just throw, you think it's a rock, right? And he's like, it's connected to the internet, bro. <laughs> he's like, what's that? I don't know. He can't, he can't speak. He doesn't have language. So that's the equivalent of trying to get into, we are cavemen right now, trying to yeah. predict what the next Bitcoin is. Because, and we can't, it, we literally can't. Like this is, Satoshi built the best form of money for like, the internet age. And this is what we got, and it works. It's super sound, super hard, works, and um, the the it will be um, evolved past eventually, but likely in four hundred in eighty six years time. So yeah, yeah. I know I know we talk about fucking low time preference and stuff, and um, I 
even the most low time preference person listening to this, if you have a time preference over 500 years, then maybe maybe sell your Bitcoin and buy this new thing that you think is coming out, but you might be a little bit early. <laughs> so I think, <laughs> I think Bitcoin has its time to come yet. Well, well, there we have it. That was part one, two, three, brought to you by the usual suspects. Mr. Orlin, a.k.a. the Trillion Dollar Man, Dr. Evil 10%, a.k.a. the People's Champ, myself, Sir Neverlook, a.k.a. the Excellence of Execution, and Mrs. No Show. Still, Mrs. No Show. Peace.